Sub Connection. We are back with another installment of WWE Network. This month we're going to dive into the Survivor Series, which is this weekend. Uh, this month I have with me my good friend. Well, my good friend, I've just started getting known, but hey, we'll, we'll get there. Scott Shiflett, how are you doing? Ryan, thanks for asking me to be on, and we're going to talk about the Thanksgiving tradition like no other, the Survivor Series. Or if we're really talking about it this year, uh, WWE's just giving us leftovers. That's what it feels like with, <laughs> with the build. Uh, we'll yeah, get. not much build this year into that when we get into that. But um, format-wise, everyone, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, in the past on this little special we do, we've dived into some contract stuff. And there's uh, definitely some contract stuff up in the air. So uh, we're going to dive into that before we get into the Survivor Series. And then once we're done with the Survivor Series, we have a uh, kind of like a WrestleMania outlook type of uh, exercise we're going to do. I guess we're going to book WrestleMania card six months out. So, you know, since tickets just went on sale and Survivor Series is the kind of the unofficial start to the WrestleMania season in a way, since they always drop nuggets. I figured that would be a good good topics for this month's, you know, special. Scott, before we get going, how excited are you for the Survivor Series? <sighs> Well, I'm excited for any wrestling, really, but with Survivor Series, which is quote-unquote the big four, I'm giving this a four out of ten. I know the work rate will be great, but, like, the build to it, I think me and you have spoken, have sent each other messages more than WWE has thought about <laughs> Survivor Series. Yes, I remember last night when I was, like, recording this on a Tuesday, but last night I was like, hey, they announced the tag team match official, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, we'll talk to it with the contract, but it's like we somehow were both watching Raw at the same time last night and was like, oh, this is the only 10 minutes that I saw because we've been going back and forth about the contract that's coming up. But, you know, I will say I'm glad they did. Like last night, the Usos did show up and attack Big E and say they're this is from Roman. So, like, you know, they did do a little bit of a build. Too bad it's six days before the event. Yeah, but they've been dropping nuggets. But contract wise, what we were talking about last night is Kevin Owens. Uh, you know, the rumor is that Kevin is up in January 2022, which is weird to say 2022. But hey, whatever. We're getting there. Right. Where do you see Kevin going? Do you think he sticks sticks around in the WWE world or does he kind of take that leap to AEW and go jump into that? What do you think, Scott? I, I think that he's going to AEW. He's been dropping these Twitter hints where because he they used to call themselves the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. It was yeah. the Young Bucks and Adam Cole and him. Uh, when Adam Cole showed up, he put the coordinates for Mount Rushmore on his Twitter bio. Um, he even dropped like a Mount Rushmore Easter egg in a promo a couple weeks ago. I, I think he's just as good as gone because it feels like he's done everything in WWE. He's been like their utility man. Like um, I'm a baseball fan. I'm sure you are as well. My apologies if you're not. But um, he just feels like he can play any position. And when they call him up for a big stage, like when he was feuding with Roman last year, they called him up and then they shut him back down. And they just he, he's a plug and play character. And it feels like he's just done everything with WWE. I'd say let him go to AEW for a couple years. And if he wants to come back, if not, if not, he had a hell of a run. He was the first Universal Champion. He had um, he debuted on on Raw by confronting Cena and laying him out. Yes. So I think he had a great, great run in WWE. Yeah. You know, kind of out of 100, I'm like 61%. He goes to AEW, 39%. He sticks around in WWE. Um, I think, you know, for him, I'm sure, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm sure, you know, money-wise, he seems pretty secure, you know, being on the main roster for, what, 
since 2015. So what's that, six, seven years now? So he's gotten those big, big, you know, WWE checks for a few years now. So, um, and I'm sure, you know, the AEW money is nothing to sneeze at. You know, they've poached, you know, enough talent and there's definitely a track record there of guys going. So it's definitely feasible for him to go there, you would assume. But um, I think it's going to come down to creativity, really. And um, I don't know. Uh, I think he goes, but I can also see a lane where he stays. I'm not like 100% there, like I just said. But um, if we're going to book WrestleMania, you would think him off a new contract, he would be in the mix pretty heavily. And if he's not in the mix... I don't know. They've been kind. Of, you figure that he'd be more shunned, you know, with the booking lately. They've been kind of, yeah. He's lost a few matches leading into last night where he beat Finn, which is a you know a good win, to for them to book. But I don't know. That kind of threw me a curveball, and I was like, I don't know. Maybe he he is staying. And then you know, like you said, all those hints that he is dropped in the last month or so or whatever. But is that him just working everyone? Because you know that's definitely something that he would do he's savvy enough to do that so i'm definitely on the fence but i definitely lean aew and yeah for like you know we i jotted down some matches like because we're gonna be posting our ideas for mania and i actually have a star here that said that ko is gone so like i i i don't even think he makes it to mania i think i mean to the royal rumble i think someone takes him out and like that's like the big heel thing and they're like he's never seen again so he's like for you know real time he's he's in the Survivor Series match which you know there's only ten spots and with within that company so you know they put usually younger guys in there and then they put their established guys that are gonna you know beef up that match so it's a pretty coveted spot and he's in it you know he just beat Finn last night just to play devil advocate off your opinion which is fine and then he's set up for a, a big title match afterwards you assume by following the TV in his booking the last month since the draft so. With your scenario where he doesn't even make the Rumble, you know, that could be a thing, but they just give him a, a decent exit out of the company instead of, uh, you know, Dean Ambrose, Nia Jax eliminates you from the Rumble and you lose the EC3 and Drew McIntyre and you put a shitload of guys over before you go because fuck you, you're not staying, we're sick of you, <laughs> you know? So yeah. It's my uh, my assumption is that they're still in the negotiation phase and they're kind of doing a little goodwill booking with them with hey, we could bet, you know, we're leaving you an option to bury you. And then we're leaving an option where we revive your career a little bit and you get that Cesaro. Hey, we just resigned you. Let's give you a push to the main event for a month or two. So, you know, type of deal. Yeah, I mean, I certainly I would like for him to stay because like as much as I like to see him in AEW, like that can't just be where everyone goes. Like we just saw with Ring of Honor closing, like Jay Lethal has already jumped over. You know, you don't know what the Briscoes are going to do or uh, or, Ru- or Roosh or Rush. I'm not yeah. sure how to pronounce his name. So, like, only so many people can go to AEW. I mean, I would- on, on top of the three mega stars they just brought in, in last summer and then on top of Malachi Black and Andrade, who they brought in right before that. So they are like they're with and then you have Cody's re- reboot. There's just seems like a like kind of like a clog in that upper mid card. And, you know. How how much is with that AEW? How much is it, they're gonna actually get into the meat and the story of the stuff, or how much is it gonna be all just hype? You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't want to not act like I'm knocking AEW because I like it. I watch it every week and whatnot. But um, 
it's they need to get into stuff instead of just being like, oh, my God, look what we've got for three months. And, you know, guys just need to kind of settle and build on some stuff over there and then keep bringing in guys. It's all new, new, new. And then there's no real substance to it, really. You, you know, I agree. And but like uh, but like I said, like, I just don't unless they turn him like into like a vicious heel, which we sort of already seen. I, I don't know, but I do know that Raw is hurting for heel main eventers. So yeah. the only one they have right now is Seth. They they have Seth. So so let's go Big E the next three weeks. Oh, excuse me, the next three pay per view months. So you're probably gonna get Seth at New Year's Day, maybe. And then you can get KO at the Rumble, and then you have if that's if K- Big E even makes it past Seth, really. But you think he would, and then he could lose it in the chamber, really. Or, I don't know. You know, we can get into that later. But I don't know. If you, you think Kevin Owens gone, I, I we'll see if he falls into the card. I'm not. I might fight for it, but I'm not. He's. I'm not going to have him in a top tier match. If if things align, maybe we'll put him in a match. But if not, let's mark him gone. Yeah, hey, I, I hope he stays though. I, I think we'll know if he's staying or not. If how long he lasts this weekend. If he's like the first one eliminated, then we we know what's going on. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, the next guy I have on the list is Johnny Gargano. Where do you see uh, Johnny wrestling heading? I think he stays. I think he stays. Uh, Candice is pregnant. I think, you know, I think he's going to turn into, because he's a little bit on the older side, he's going to turn into, like, a player coach down in NXT, training the new guys since they want to go with, you know, we read all the stuff on the on the internet with NXT wants to go younger and everything. So I think he's going to be, like, the next, like, you know how it's, like, uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, he's going to be right underneath of them, and it's just going to be a player coach. It might pop up from time to time. Okay, so you think he stay? He resigns with the WWE and stays in NXT? Yes. Okay, I I, I can see that. I agree with you that I I think he stays within the WWE company. Now reports were last Friday that you know they brought Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly, who we'll talk about next, to SmackDown to have a dark match. And to meet with Vince. Did you hear? Uh, did you see that report? Yeah, I did see that report. Um, but like you know, they brought up Bronson Reed to do that as well, and then cut him the next week. So <laughs> yeah, and then you know, and they did the same with Cole, and they tried to sign Cole. I don't know. It's um, it's interesting. I I would say Gargano. Maybe they're looking at him at the main roster. Maybe he's at a point where he wants main roster money, getting the kid and everything. But you know, I, I'm sure that they're fine. I don't want to you know think money is an issue, but hey, money also talks. You know what I mean? So exactly. if we're going to slot KO and Gargano going to AEW, you would, you know, wh- real quick, who would have, which ceiling would be higher heading to AEW, Gargano or KO, you know, at about the same time? I th- I think Kevin Owens. Um, I just think because, like, I think Gargano, he's, he was my favorite wrestler there for a couple of years because of stuff he was doing in NXT. Yes. But I just, I feel like he would his ceiling would be right below or maybe a little bit below or than punk and Danielson in my opinion. So I think like he, like maybe they would have to add like another title, but like maybe that TV type, that TNT title range. Yeah. But um, they can get the true TV title. You never know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, all right. I get you. I get you. I get you. Um, I'm going to go, I think 80, 85% he stays within WWE 15%. 10% he'll go to AEW, 5% he'll just kind of go on the indies for a while and figure it out. Where yeah, are you percentage-wise? 
I'm at I'm at 95 percent. Yeah, we're pretty we're both pretty high. Yeah, five percent. Um, AEW just because I think like you know with him about to have a family that he's not wanting to risk like bust his ass for like you know twenty five hundred dollars and a hot dog on some <laughs> indie show and a handshake. Yeah. But um, hey, you never but you never know. Um, he seems well liked within the WWE. Yeah, they've definitely taken care of him. Um, his whole run through NXT. It's really a nice rise he had. It's cool story. You know, a really cool career to look back on. A lot of high volume stuff. Uh, all right. So, and I'm not gonna real quick on a Gargano. I'm not gonna rule out him going to a Raw or a SmackDown. Like plop. You know, say every, WWE's on board. Gargano's on board. Plop him on SmackDown right now. That could be some very interesting stuff. Yeah, that, that would be nice to see him on SmackDown. Maybe, like, you know how I mentioned, like, if he went to AEW, he'd be right below Danielson yeah. and Punk. But if he goes to SmackDown, maybe he could have Danielson's role, not the main eventer, but the person who's going to put on a good match. And you know he's going to put on a good match. Absolutely. All right, then the other guy here we're going to talk about has had a plethora of good matches in the last year. But um, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle is... Uh, his contract coming up is kind of a surprise just because how heavy they pushed him in the spring, in the summer, you know, and even into the fall kind of on NXT with the Undisputed Era breakup and, you know, him breaking out of the Undisputed while in the Undisputed. And, you know, they invested a lot of TV time in him and a lot of equity built up within him. And they didn't really cash in on it, but they did. And it seems like it was a start and a stop and it was his time and it wasn't his time. But he definitely delivered in ring it's just kind of that character kind of just didn't connect 100 percent. like they tried cool kyle stuff they tried wonky clothes they did like orange cassidy vibes they just tried a lot with him and it connected but it didn't really connect connect but um where do you think kyle ends up i think he comes to raw um really yeah i i think that he comes to raw because it feels like He's done all he can on NXT, especially with NXT having to change a philosophy. I agree they, with you there 100%. He's if, off NXT. If they would have stayed like on their trajectory after Survivor, after SummerSlam, then he, I think, would have been NXT champion. But it looks like, you know, NXT, like, you know, we have Braun Breaker, who I'm, like, the biggest fan of. Maybe it's because <laughs> I love the Steiner brothers as a kid, but, like, Absolutely, yes. Braun Breaker, I was, I'm like, just give him all the titles. But I, I think he's done everything. And on SmackDown this past Friday... Von Wagner, he showed up in in um, on SmackDown in a segment. So yeah. maybe like you know they were paired together on NXT. So I think like his time's done at NXT. Like NXT is just going through a youth movement, which is pretty funny because we used to think of NXT as the youth movement anyway, and then it got all the super indie guys, and now we're back to the. It's the indie movement. indie movement with like a sprinkle of developmental guys. Yeah, and now we're back to the de- developmental guys primarily, and and women. But I think he goes to Raw because, you know, I think he could be a solid, like, U.S. champion babyface type thing. Yeah. I You know, I don't know how they would react to his character. Or I don't know what they would try to flush out because I definitely feel like there's a little disconnect there. You know, I'm a big fan of him. He delivers all the time in ring, if you know, if not every time. Um, he's just solid, really. I just – that character is – it hits a little and then it just – total misses how do you feel about you know kyle o'reilly the wwe superstar do you think there's any legs there i mean not main not champion but like you know if they just haven't come in being a badass just like beating people down 
and like you know not trying to be like the cool like orange cassidy character that you described because yeah. th- that was a very apt comparison i didn't think of that but i remember watching some and i was like i like him but he's like trying too hard to be cool and he's not which is very off-putting they would dress him like orange cassidy and yeah yeah so i mean if he just comes out like because he has a hell of a story because like you know he, he is diabetic so they could like play into that if they want yeah like so yeah that, that i like that that's especially selling and stuff like that. How about, uh, like no expectations, 2010 Daniel Bryan vibes, just throw him in the mid card and have him, have him have great matches and let's throw him in random tag team and see what happens kind of thing. I think that would work. And like, I that's think what it would work too. And that's what know? Brian was. He was uh, the U S champion, um, yes. b- before he like, you know, hit it big with same style. Know. That would be, you know, 2010 Daniel Bryan and current, Kyle O'Reilly, same style, same approach, same everything. You know what I mean? And then, hey, obviously, sky's the limit. Yeah, and I think it would be nice because, you know, I I enjoy wrestling, but damn, Raw's a slog to get through for three hours anyway, but it just seems like it's like the same wrestlers in and out wrestling each other. Yeah, they need so much time to fill. They have to recycle a lot of guys in a lot of matches. Yeah, and they just did the draft, which is – just a whole other hey, thing coming out of the draft they had three pretty good shows in a row i'll give them that but then you said kind of repetitive and whatnot yep all right there's a little surprise here too with the last guy we want to talk to actually let's sorry before i jump to that kyle o'reilly so you say raw i would say AEW, just because there's too many tea leaves like you said with ko but hey I don't know Kyle. I don't know his situation. If you get that raw money in front of you, you think that'd be a little bit more than AEW's going to offer a tag team guy. You know what I mean? He goes to AEW. He's the tag guy that's Red Dragon. It's Undisputed Era all over again. And maybe he wants to. Maybe he wants to be above that. Maybe he sees more of an upside on the main roster in the mid card, trying to make his way up top. Yeah. And speaking of like, if he goes back to AEW on the November 10th episode of AEW, they had Bobby Fish sort of like do the dirty work for Adam Cole and like the young bucks got their, you know, undisputed era wordplay. in. so it definitely seems like, you know, fish and Cole are aligned. So. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we'll see what it go. I'll go, uh, I'll go 55% AEW, 45% WWE. (laughs) That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we could both be wrong. (laughs) He just goes to like new Japan or something. Yeah. And then we say, Hey, you brought up Von Wagner. You know, Von Wagner kind of seemed like reports Meltzer said is that he's going to be Adam Pierce's kind of like bodyguard. And then maybe he's the fifth man on SmackDown, for all we know. They Like, like Von Wagner kind of made a deal with Pierce. He'll be his bodyguard, give Kyle O'Reilly that spot, and they kind of go from there. That's just kind of me just spitballing a little too right now. I'll, I'll tell you who my fifth is when we get when we get to it. But uh... All right, cool, because uh, definitely I want to go there. All right, the last guy real quick. Um Believe it or not, I don't know. I'm definitely fishy on this report. It's been reports that AJ Styles is un, is unvaccinated right now. And, uh, you know, dating back three, four weeks ago or whatever, you know, they released all those guys. And then it comes out most of them were unvaccinated. Obviously, they're not going to release AJ Styles on a Thursday afternoon. But, you know, reports are that he has an option in his contract. Either it's a company option or a, you know, a, I guess a, a player option or a wrestler option in January this year you know to either extend it for another year or whatnot so could aj styles be on this roster come february i want to say yes but hey if you want to believe the reports and if i told you six months ago braun Strowman and 
you know, the Fiend would be off this roster, you'd be kind of be like, yeah, okay. But AJ Styles obviously a much more well-rounded talent than them. You know, he's a stud. Vince really likes him. And he's not really in headache besides maybe this unvaccinated stuff. You know, just do you see that being any true? And do you see that being an issue? I mean, if he's unvaccinated, that could be an issue, especially with Roman, um, you know, with his. With all, yeah, know. with all the drama and, you know, and to put a little truth to it, isn't he like a flat earther? So maybe he's a conspiracy theorist. And then I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Or what. It, you know, it could line up to be somewhat true. Yeah. It, so, it, you know, it, it's something that it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> it's basically what, what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I, I think if there is a chance, it is a like point zero 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 one chance because I think Vince recognizes like I can't let everyone go. Like Absolutely. you know. Yeah. I know he's like they're ta- making. He's too talented. I saw it and I kind of a little credibility to it and then a little bit of eh, I'm not too sure about this one. You know. We'll see. Like just like you said, it's kind of a crazy world now, especially within that roster. So you never know. But let's just go ahead when we book WrestleMania. I think we should include him. Yeah. Oh, we'll definitely be including him because uh, yes. one of the things I've written down, it's pretty big. So. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, all right, I just wanted to mention, and go, you know, we'll go from there. All right, so let's jump into the aforementioned Survivor Series build. Scott, uh, there's six matches on this card. Do you see a three-three split at the end of this? So are we gonna get a four-two, or are we gonna get five-three with an undec- undecision? Or what, what's going on here? Who's going to win this? Raw or SmackDown? Or is that even a thing anymore? It's not really a thing. I'm glad they've sort of gotten – I'm so glad they've gotten away from it. But I do wish they would have kept it but maybe had the draft the next night instead of having the draft three weeks before, you know, Survivor Series. So, like, when you could, like, do brand supremacy. Or I kind of like, you know, in the early two. 2010s when they got away from like you had to be on raw or you had to be on smackdown where it was like like we had that team where it was like punk dx and the hardys and they just beat the hell out of everyone and it was all three it was ecw wwe and smack uh, raw and smackdown i wish they would go back to that and like actually have it played in the storylines and not on a random saturday just roll out on social media who's on what team i think that's very lazy each feud across each, you know, roster or company or however you want to look at it came together for a Survivor Series match. Very cool. Yeah, I missed that too. But it, like, I, it just feels lazy to me that they're like, hey, at two thirty on Saturday afternoon, I hope you're not doing anything, Ryan, because um, you gotta open up your phone so you can see who's on the Raw and SmackDown men's and women's teams. It's just dumb. Like, even go back to the qualifying matches. I wish they'd do something like that. Hell, instead of having like, you know ricochet versus drew mcintyre for the 15th time with no stakes just be like winner gets to be on the smackdown team it's i hear you or winner gets the cap is the team and then pick the team and so forth yeah i get you i get you i get you i hear you it's 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 flawed for sure but then that's more work for them and then that's more moving parts and that's more like more shit to go wrong so i guess simple is easy keep keep it simple stupid kiss yep the kiss method <laughs> yep you know, if there were to be stakes add to this, do you have any, you know, a brainstorm or an idea what we could add to this? Yeah. Um, so I hadn't thought of like if like the matches are like, you know, if Raw wins three and SmackDown wins three. I was actually thinking with the actual survival matches. Yeah. So like say if like Team SmackDown won the women's Survivor Series match, the and when the Royal Rumble comes around two months from now, 
SmackDown would get the 30th overall selection. So cool. that would the 30th person would be and like you know say if Raw won the men's they would get the 30th. So like that would give something that you know and then you have and then you could have a two month story where the SmackDown women are battling to see who will get the 30th pick or something. That's two months of storylines right there just off of that. I do like that, but then again, I like the anticipation of not knowing who's the 30th. And I think the WWE likes the wiggle room of having that as like a kind of a, you know, pull out of their ass or work to and not have to worry about. So I definitely, I like that idea, but I also see like kind of like, I want, I don't know who 30 is, but then again, I don't know who 29 is and 29 could theoretically be 30 because <laughs> we don't, you know, that could be the surprise spot. I don't know. It seems it seems like too much work for them, but that's definitely a good idea. Yeah. Is there anything that you could that you would would think of to do to add stakes to it? All right. So let's take the men's match for for example. Right. Last year the Raw team won. All five survived. So why not have a fatal five way the next night on Raw, and the winner of that fatal five way is now the number one contender for the Universal Champion or the WWE Champion. And, you know, if four survived, have a fatal four-way. If three survived, triple threat. If two survived, single match. And if there's one survivor, that's your number one contender for TLC, you know, the next week on Raw, wherever, you know? So uh, that's... I, I really like that idea. That's a really like, good idea. Yeah, I, my, I think my buddy who was with me, Rossi, last month, I think he texted that to me and we kind of... Mold, I don't know if he texted me a version of that or we kind of molded that idea together. And I think we either stole it from somewhere or we molded it into that idea. And I think it's a really good idea. And, you know, it adds adds value to TV after the Survivor Series, adds value to the match, so on and so forth. I don't know. Or, hey, if you want to add in your idea, there's, you know, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Finn Balor are the final three. Triple threat at the next month's pay-per-view. The winner is number 30 at the Rumble. There you yeah, go. that's combined at both of them. Yeah, that's – see, I would – you know, it would add something, and we just created storylines for the next two months. Yeah. So, really, is, is it hard? No. Is it lazy for them not to do it? Yes. Should they do it? Yes. You know, it, it, it's 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 dumb, but whatever. And and like you said earlier, the timing of this pay per view never works because all of the raw raw all of the raw men's team right now was on SmackDown last month. <laughs> you know. Besides Lashley. Yeah. Besides Lashley or whatever. You know, it's so. The original, excuse me, the original five with Dominic and Ray were were all from SmackDown. <laughs> it was just like, what is going on with this? Like now they're gonna fight for Raw, Baron Supremacy, or whatever. Whatever, just it's uh, it's the it's literally it's the NBA All Star Game, and they're just throwing matches out there. But you know they've really been entertaining the last five or six years, so it does work. It's just the story aspect of it doesn't work. Yeah, and. I even liked it when they had NXT a couple of years ago and NXT won. Nothing came of that, but it was still a lot of fun. I mean, most of those that people that you saw. That was probably the best one, yeah. And most of those people you saw in NXT have already been released or are called up. But that's, that's a whole other upset session I can have. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, well, Keith Lee, you got released. For sure. Well, we've been flirting around this men's five-on-five five roster. Let's, let me throw it at you real quick and then kind of just give me your thoughts on it. We got the Raw, Team Raw. We have Bobby Lashley. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and last night they added Austin Theory, which I was person of that decision. And then Team SmackDown is Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin, King Woods, Jeff Hardy, and a mystery opponent, which was Sami Zayn. Who do you, I don't want to say who do you see winning this match, but um, 
kind of what do you see happening with this match, really? So obviously, if you look at these, like Raw's pretty top heavy compared to SmackDown. Yeah. Like, um, so I'm going with SmackDown to win with there being two survivors, uh, Drew McIntyre and the TBA, which the TBA, the reason why I have this, this is also my spoiler alert of getting ahead. The TBA is the rock who comes out and is he wins. And that's why I think that match is going to close and you're going to end off with Roman standing at the entrance ramp, staring down the rock. And that's your Mania Night 2 main event right there, is Roman versus Rock. My man, Scott, you're coming with the heat, buddy. I, you're bringing the heat. Don't set yourself up to be disappointed. I mean, I probably am, but, you know, that's just the way I anticipate it. So so we can get into the Rock at WrestleMania, but, uh, hey, I am going to the Survivor Series, and I, and I would not be mad at that ending whatsoever. Yeah, so that's that's the way I see it. Like, and that's, gonna... a really, that's a hell of a rub for Drew McIntyre. Yes, and also like on on Peacock they've been like showing like this is the Rock like the Rock debuted like you know 25 years ago and like have like this whole thing set up for him on on the network with Peacock. So I think you know it was definitely supposed to be advertised for the Rock to be here to tie in with the XFL to tie in with him potentially being at WrestleMania and tie, all that stuff. It just didn't really work out. We can get into that a little bit, though. Yep. What do you think of what do you think of Austin Theory replacing Rey Mysterio last night? First off, uh, the Mysterios have like go away heat with me where like I don't want to see them at all. And I'm no, sorry, Dominic, it has to do with your dad when uh, Ray was like, you know, I know it's wrestling. It's all fake. I'm supposed to suspend disbelief. But I could just never get into him like being like a main eventer like 10 or 11 years ago on Raw and SmackDown. Like I just I don't know with him always. He always won in his feuds. It just like kind of pissed me off. So like now it's like I kind of don't want to see him like I'm good with him like be gone. So I was happy with like when Lashley destroyed Dominic and I was happy yesterday when Austin Theory ran in, beat the hell out of Dominic and snapped the selfie. I think that taking the selfie with the people after they after he whoops their ass is great. I love it. I th- I people I've heard that people think it's low card. I think it's I think it's a fantastic idea. I think it was a good spot for him. It really shines that I don't want to say goofiness, but it really shines that charisma that he has. And uh, I think Really, the sky's the limit for him. Yeah, definitely. I, I enjoy him. I thought he was funny in the way. I know they brought him up last year around WrestleMania, but then whatever happened with that, because he was one of Seth Rollins' um, followers with Buddy Murphy, but we're not supposed to remember all that. But um, but yeah, he was Alina's group, and then you know that that wore itself out, and then he kind of was kicked out of that, and then Seth picked him up, grabbed him, threw him in the group, and then kind of i don't want to say the whole me too movement thing happened so they kind of put him on the back burner rehabbed him in nxt he you know i don't want to say acquitted but nothing really came out of it let's just move on from that but yeah he the nxt did a great job rehabbing him here he is back again at it and ready for a big push i think yep the potential the main event of survivor series that's a hell of a run for him yeah i could see him i could see him eliminating like a like a Jeff Hardy or depending who the mystery partner is or whoever, I can definitely well, see him getting an elimination. Well, it would pay into him with Jeff Hardy because when he got drafted to raw, cause it was in Nashville and I was there for it. He attacked oh, Jeff Hardy in the ring. This, so that was his act- first selfie, right? <laughs> yeah, it was his first selfie. So it would actually pay in, pay, pay into it, but you know, will they do that? Probably not. Cool. But, uh, 
you know, I'm, I like the theories in the match and I'm ready to go. I think that SmackDown's probably going to win this too in Drew and Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Drew and I, I don't really have a pick for the mystery partner. I'm going to actually go with Gargano thinking that maybe because SmackDown is just really missing that up, upper upper mid card baby face with a lot of potential. And I can just see Gargano getting built up for a big drew match next summer. And it really clicking and um, really catching fire again, potentially. And hopefully, hopefully he goes to the main roster and doesn't stick around in NXT and whatever. I've had my NXT takes. I'd rather throw people down there like Mandy and rehab them. And, and then instead of having the, you know, the, the continuous career NXT guys at this point, I, I agree because she's the sidebar. She's done a great job with toxic yeah. attraction on NXT. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't want to go on another Mandy Rose tangent that I always do every podcast. So we're going to move on from that. But uh, <laughs> like, but, but for example, look at what they did with Finn. You know what I mean? Finn, Finn had a fantastic run. But um, yeah, I'm going to go Gargano and I'm going to go McIntyre Soul Survivor. All right. I like that. I like that. All right, so what do you think of the women's side of the five-on-five? Five? We got Team Raw, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. And then the SmackDown side, we have Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Natalia, Shayna Baszler, and another mystery partner. <laughs> Somehow, like, this shows, like, how we need, like, some more people because Raw is pretty top-heavy with Belair, Rhea Ripley, and, like, you know, Zelina is the queen. So, like, and Liv Morgan, they're... You know, she's like she'll be the, yeah. the next contender for Becky. So that's pretty high. And Carmella, they always take care of. And then on SmackDown with Sasha, Shayna, Shotzi, who they're giving one to, Natalia, and the TBA. And the, the, to be announced, I think that's Sonya Deville because they've had the thing with her and Naomi. And I think yeah. she's going to take take the spot. And that's why when we get to the WrestleMania card, that's why I have what I have in there. But I think it's going to be them. But I'm going with Raw winning. Um, they need to rehab Bianca Belair. So I think I'm going to go with her and Liv being the sole survivors. Okay, cool. See, I'm on the other side here. I think, first of all, the mystery, I have four or five people down. I have Zia Lee de- debuting. I have Oscar returning. I have Naomi as a bait and switch to lead to Sonya. And then I have Tony Storm, I guess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> even, though I, even though I don't think that's who it is, but I, those are the five that I picked from that roster and then like potential roster with Oscar of maybe filling in that spot. And then I, I have SmackDown winning with Sasha Banks being the sole survivor. Maybe Shotza with Shotzi leading to their match next Friday night. Or is that okay. match this Friday night? I, th- I think it's this Friday. That's actually true. Or it could be a Shayna. You know what I mean? I see more names. I could see Rhea. You know, teaming. They're gonna team up on Rhea and eliminate her. Liv Morgan's gonna have a hot babyface run. They're gonna eliminate her. Camilla and Queen Zelina jobbed out. See you later. And then I think like a dewdrop's gonna come out and kind of screw Bianca. Yeah, that's definitely what they seemed to hint at last night with uh, dewdrop and her. I don't know, and I just think you know, I think it's a good way for Sasha. I think Sasha is a potential Rumble winner. You know, Sasha, if they're gonna build her up for a big match with Charlotte, you know, let's build her up. You know what I mean? Because the star power I think is on Raw women's size. With Becky. So, you know, let's elevate Sasha. Let's elevate Charlotte up to that Becky level, hopefully. We'll get to that in a little bit, too. And then I think uh, Shotzi is in the mix, too, just because of her recent push or her, you know, her recent repackage, which is good. I like Shotzi. I'm a big fan of hers. And I think that her promo last week was like a little corporately delivered in a way. I don't know how to put it. Like a little 
wordy, a little too rehearsed is probably the best way to put it. I think there's definitely legs with her new direction. I, I agree. Um, the problem has to do with them scripting everything to a T to like turn to your left and stuff like that. Yeah, but, that's shit's annoying. Yeah. So you have Sonya for your mystery, and I would, if you know, out of the five I mentioned, I would probably go Zaya, just because you know she's had the six weeks of video packages, and I don't know, it's a good way to introduce her. Yeah, that would be nice as well. I've completely forgotten about her. So. All right, the next match on this is. The Usos versus Rated RK Bro. It was, like I said earlier on to you, it was announced earlier <laughs> last night before Raw that this is going to officially be a match after being speculated, you know, just because of the history of Survivor Series with Raw versus SmackDown. I'm really glad that this match is going to happen. On paper, it really could be one of the ma- top matches of the night, really. These two teams excel every week, really, with TV matches, and then together they just hit it out of the park. They could. Yeah, the the Usos have been great besides like I wouldn't let them like, you know, get behind the wheel of a car after drinking that <laughs> they seem prone to do. But um, they've been on another level since, um, you know, they had that issues with Roman last year and now they're in the bloodline with him. And RK bro has been like a tag team. I didn't think would work, but really works. So I'm, I'm really digging this match. It's outside of the two survivor matches. It's the match I'm looking forward to the most out of all these. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with RK-Bro winning. I think so, too, unless if they want to do, like, a bloodline thing, like a bloodline's undefeated thing. Or they could do, you know, you know, Roman wins and the Uso loses, so, you know, just puts more power over them. It could, and also could be a vehicle to kind of put a little break into the, you know, a little fracture into the RKO group. Um, I think either team is really bulletproof for a win or a loss. Yeah, I think I'll go, I'm going to go Uso. It's just... Just to be opposite of you, and you know, I think RK Bro should win. Could use it more, really. But uh, I'm just gonna go Usos just to see kind of how this thing lays out with the uh, the bloodline and whatnot. Yeah. Cool. Yes. But, yeah. Like you said, I think this is gonna be a hell of a work rate match, and it could be one of the matches of the night. Yeah, and and that like you know we got three matches to talk about left, and two out of three I think will be great. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the one that I don't think is great. Uh, probably definitely next. Definitely next. So the one that has, all right, we talked about no build for this show, and this one has had actually zero build for this show. Priest hasn't been on TV really at all, and and then Shinsuke Shinsuke Nakamura has been like building up Los Lotharios and losing to Angel Garza on TV. I'm just gonna go Priest because I think he's gonna be the U.S. champion longer than Nakamura, and they don't really give a fuck about Nakamura. That's kind of why I picked the Usos just to even it out. Really, too. So, uh, are you gonna go clean sleep with Raw here? Are you gonna go four zero Raw? Well, I went. I thought I went SmackDown for the men's match. So, oh, be, you did. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, you did. You did. No, did you? Yeah, because I said Drew and Rock are gonna be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, my well, bad. No, it's not not your bad. It's because they just had Drew on Raw three weeks ago. So I could see <laughs> totally how you got confused right there. Good point. I'm going Damian. Like I, I think this is gonna be like oh. Uh, you know, do you have to use the bathroom? I would have watched Rick Boogs come out and then I might go to the bathroom. Yeah. Or do you have to like, do you need a beer or anything? Or do you want some like some food from the um concession stand? That's how I feel with this match. I think it's going to go like maybe eight to 10 minutes. Damian Priest wins. And it's sad what Nakamura is not bigger in WWE. But hey, I, I'm not running the company. Hey, 
there was a window too where we thought he was going to get up there. And there's honestly a window where he could get up there. But at the end of the day, do they think that a tribute to the troops match with Roman Reigns is his ceiling with Roman Reigns? Like I haven't watched that yet. And I don't know if I will, honestly, but um, yeah, like that was a little disappointing to see because, you know, that's kind of a match they could have built to really. Yeah. And like, you know, I was at the Dallas takeover where he debuted and it was amazing when he came out. And, you know, then I thought when he won the Royal Rumble, like, oh, we're going to have this going. And then he turned heel because he started to, you know, just hit AJ in the nuts repeatedly. And then. You know, I thought they had it back with this like Rick Boogs thing over the summer. But then it's like, like you said, they're losing to, you know, Angel Garza, which I'm glad someone knew's getting a push. But it's like, but do they, also but your, they, but do they look at him as bulletproof because he is the, he's the IC champ right now and it doesn't matter type of thing? I legit forgot he was the IC champ until they announced that he was facing Damian Priest. So yeah, me too, in a way. Yeah, it's it's not good. I know enough is said about this. Nakamura deserves more and he should get it, but I'm with you. I think priest. All right. So I'm two, two. What are you three, one? I'm three, one, three, one raw. I'm two, two both ways. All right, cool. So let's go with the girls next. Let's go with Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Are you excited for this match? If you like hear all like the batch stage talk, you can tell like whatever happened with them swapping the belts, which was incredibly stupid. I do agree. But then, like, all that stuff that happened backstage that, like, Meltzer and everyone was reporting. But then, like, they've been doing interviews, obviously, in character. And, like, everyone's, like, they're throwing shots at each other. And, like, Becky's, like, we used to be best friends, but now we don't talk. Because in in the storyline of wrestling, that's what happened. That's how Becky, like, shot yes. to the stratosphere. And, like, Charlotte are, definitely like, propelled her to the next level. No yeah, doubt about but, it. But they're acting like Becky was saying that as, like, her real person instead of, like, as her character. But, oh, uh, there's definitely a mix of playing this up, I would, I assume. Yeah, but I, I'm going with a double DQ right here. Oh, I think okay. it keeps both strong, like, or it's a double count out or a double DQ of some sort. What about you? I was gonna, I, I, I actually agree with that. I like that historically that this feud doesn't need a, a finish. You know, if they just have go out and have a kick-ass match and similar what they did with Ronda and Charlotte. I don't know if that was a DQ or a double DQ. I don't remember. But, um, you know, that was, you know, that match is still remembered fondly. But, um, yeah, I I just think that all the drama with the belt swapping. Well, first of all, I think that this Becky versus Charlotte should be the match. But unfortunately, the belt swap is kind of the belt swap or whatever led us to here was stupid. And I agree with, you know, it made Charlotte look like shit. And Becky wanting to put up the two belts and and I can understand in a way of Charlotte's insecurity of being like, hey, I'm not letting you do that in front of me. And then I can understand Becky of being like, hey, I've had this great moment in my career. You, you live it real quick. So I get that. But it's just like, who's the adult in the room that sits them down and be like, guys, this is what we're doing and fucking do it. You know what I mean? So how much of that is true? How much of that is exaggerated? How much of that is whatever? Then you got Ric Flair coming out today, you know, hyping up his podcast and saying whatever he's saying about the matter, saying that he wants to go there and see, he'd like to see Becky put Charlotte in his place, her place or something like that. I don't know, whatever the stupid thing he said. And then Charlotte barking about men and women's rights and how if she was a man, she wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a negative thing of her wanting to stay at the top and continue to win belts and be awesome. You know what I mean? So 
I don't know. It's weird. It's wonky. And I think it's really added to the match <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, really. You know, if it's how much of it's real, how much of it's a work, I think it's added to the anticipation in the build of this match because we've seen this match a million times, honestly. Yeah, and I, I they've done more building this match than WWE has just with their outside interviews. And it's like, why can't, you know, they well, how just much come... are they, you know, how much of the strings are they pulling that? We don't really know, but I kind of like not knowing, too, and anticipating and kind of having this discussion we are now because, you know, it makes it seem more interesting, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it makes it feel real, which is what we yeah. loved as which I loved personally as a kid growing up watching wrestling. Yeah, so kudos to the girls. We you know, we we've talked about them on, on this pod along and I don't want to say long enough, but you know, throughout all the months. But uh hey, I'm probably in a if we were to rank I would probably say I'm at a seven point one out of ten on wanting to watch this match. When really it would probably be a five just because of the repetitiveness of it before. Yeah, I'm like at an eight just because I think they're both good wrestlers. Yeah, but like you it's said, it's gonna be a kick-ass match. You know what I mean? It's yeah. They have great chemistry and they have a history of great matches. It's 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 probably gonna rule. Yeah, I really enjoyed their match at uh, Evolution a couple oh, years ago. Fantastic. Yes. That last woman standings. Yes. Yes. All right, we got one more match of the Survivor Series card, and it's the Big Dog. Ooh. Ah, Roman Reigns versus Big E. What do you think of this match? And um, it's this actually on TV. This is you can say it hasn't had much build, but if you've been paying attention to Xavier and Roman and the New Day build, it kind of has in a way. Yeah, that that's the only thing that's been getting a build. And I think they've done a great job with Big E as champion. He just doesn't have that many heel you know, new opponents on on Raw because we've seen Seth, you know, challenge a bunch of times and like they're sort of doing like this weird thing with Kevin Owens, um, as we talked about earlier. But I'm really looking forward to this match. They had a good couple of matches when Biggie just won won the title. Um with it was him, uh it was Biggie, Roman and Lashley. They had a, a good triple threat on Raw that closed the show yes. that I really enjoyed. Tag was very good with the bloodline of the new day. Yeah, so I, I'm really looking forward to this match. I was actually hoping, like, if they didn't do champion versus champion, that they would have done Bloodline versus New Day. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. To tie into you with your, you know, meshing with the brands, too. Yeah, so it's – I'm happy with what we get, so I'm, I'm okay with that. But it's uh, – I'm looking forward to this match. I think it's going to be in the middle of the show because of what I oh, have really? planned. Well, just, okay. for, just oh, for what for, I planned. For, your, yeah. for ner- your scenario, yeah, yeah. For me, I think it's last, but hey, if it's in the middle, I'm going to send you a text be like, hey, brother, what do you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I'm going with Roman winning. They're going to keep Roman strong with this. Um, like this probably like the bloodline runs in and maybe New Day is not there quick enough or something. So, yeah, um, my thing is two things. Hey, I can see if the rock were to return. I can also see him returning here, distracting the Roman. And then this is the way for Big E to get the win, too. Um, and, and two, I but I think Roman's going to win. Uh, I am concerned about one thing, though. Of kind of, if you look at Drew McIntyre's last calendar year, Survivor Series to Survivor Series this year, and you retrace the steps, I think that one, the stick or the sword or whatever is the worst thing he did. Two, yes. the the kilt doesn't really help him. 
But three, he never really recovered to losing to Roman. And it was, it was the right decision for Roman to win, obviously. I'm not saying it's not, but it kind of settled Drew's rise up the card to being, all right, if Roman's at a 10, slow down, partner, you're at an eight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm afraid that, you know, that could happen to Big E, but also Big E's also still in the building stage. Drew was more established, and Drew really re- kind of already ran through that roster. And Big E, yeah, he, like you said earlier, he doesn't have much of a heel roster to work with right now, but he has, he's new to this roster. And people can turn, and people can, ha- and shit can happen, and things can go his way. So I think he can afford to, a loss to Roman, but I'm a little concerned that how it goes down and I'm a little concerned that it kind of levels him out and he loses the momentum that he's been growing. Yeah. I think as long as it's not clean, like some type of screwy finish instead of Roman, you know, hitting the Superman punch and then the spear and that's it. But like, say if like he's, I hate doing this because they do it too much, but like if he's distracted or like, you know, yeah. an Uso does a super kick or something, I think that would be better. Cause it's like, well, they still won't answer the question. It was like, well, he had to have someone come in and beat me. He he can't beat me straight up. Yeah, I feel you. But uh, I'm going to go Roman, and that's going to put me – I'm going to steal your gimmick, man. I'm going with a tie in the Charlotte-Becky match. I'm going 3-2 <laughs> SmackDown. Yeah, that's where I'll be at as well, 3-2-1 SmackDown. So. 3-2-1 SmackDown. All right, cool. But, hey, if we go 3-3, we got a pre-match show we can book, brother. <laughs> All right, who are you thinking for the pre-match? <laughs> we got a pre-match show we can book, brother. We have we have five tag teams on each brand. Well, five potential tag teams on each brand. Just chilling, man. We can do a tag team battle royal. Or we can have an old school 10 on 10 match with five teams from each side. All right, here's the, here's the teams I pulled out of my ass. I got Hit Row, Los Lotharios, which is Angel and Humberto, the Viking Raiders, I guess Cesaro and Mansoor are a tag team now. They team once on TV. <laughs> and then I got Jinder and Shanky, or Ice Ice Shanky, whatever they call them. <laughs> hey, that's five tag teams I pulled out of my ass for the SmackDown side. And then I have, for the Raw side, I have the Dirty Dogs, Alpha Academy, the Street Profits. And then I have AJ and Almost, who are not booked on this show. And then I have Apollo and Aziz. Hey, I, I, I make shit happen, brother. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Raw winning just because they've made almost uh, look like a beast. Yeah. So I would say he would like eliminate like six wrestlers on his own. Yeah, I just looked at it as like, shit, we got six matches. Uh, and then I was kind of mapping out like mapping out who would win, even though I don't, I'm not sure. I'm sure they're going to ignore it like they had the last year. But, hey, you know, if, in case if they go to it, let's just – and they, hey, they need a pre-match show, and there's only six matches on the card, so what can we kind of pull? I pulled up – I looked at the roster, and I said, hey, let's pull this out of our ass. Let's get it. Yeah, it works. Cool. But, yeah, why is AJ not on this card, man? You think it's the vaccination <sighs> thing? It might be the vaccination thing because, yeah. yeah, that's a, brought up a very good point. So, like, damn. Because, you know, Maybe if you, don't, if, if you rewind – he missed Raw the last three weeks leading into the, you know, returning two weeks ago. And so didn't Cross and so didn't Keith Lee. Yeah. It, it lines up, dude. That's why I you know, it, that's why I kind of believed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and like we said, we definitely can see it if, you know, he's a flat earther. 
I think that he stays on the roster, and we should definitely book him on WrestleMania. Speaking of rest, booking a WrestleMania, anything else on the Survivor Series card we thought we didn't think of? No, no, just I, I think it'll be tons of fun. I think, it, like I said, it, I've been said this for three months now. It's the NBA All Star Game, man, and the NBA All Star Game is always entertaining. Sometimes it's a blowout, but it's and some sometimes they try, but you know these got the history of the last five Survivor Series matches or years since they've put this card together have always delivered really for the most part. And also if you go into not expecting much from a WWE show, that's where they blow you away. So that's too. Yep. I'm not really expecting much and I, I'm sure I'll be blown away. All right, Scott, let's get into the WrestleMania card. The fun part. I thought, I thought this was fun. I always like to do these games at the end of the show. And you know, we just talked about the survivor series for 20 minutes. Cause there's not much to talk about, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought we did a pretty good job. Good job, Scott. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, we did a good job on that. Like I said, we put more thought into it than WWE did. <laughs> we still are, but, um, I think WrestleMania, we're going to book two nights. Here's the format. We're going to, we're going to book two nights, 14 total matches or 16, depending how we go. Seven for each night. Uh, we're going to book each title because that's kind of the formula that they've been getting to lately. And then we're going to, you know, fill it in with people. I have the, I have the roster in front of me and then I have um, kind of like pillars, guys that are free agents that we expect to be on the card, like Brock, Brock and John Cena. And then I have a few guys that are kind of up in the air that I could see maybe getting a shot from NXT, getting a call up or being included that aren't on a roster right now. Okay. So real quick, those guys are, like I just mentioned, John Cena and Brock. I expect those guys to have matches on this card. And then I have as potential NXT matches or people from NXT that could get called up as Walter, Johnny Gargano, MSK. Just because they're, you know, they're, they're, they did their thing in NXT and tag teams are always needed and they could catch fire. I think they could be warranted a match. And then I have Von Wagner because he showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> that That is very true. And then I have Braun Breaker because he's the hottest thing going and you never know. You know? Yeah, I think it might be too early for Braun. I, I agree I, it's too early, but I'm willing to have a discussion with someone. Yes. I, and I would, I, for the women, I have Raquel and I have Mandy coming back, maybe. Okay, I can see the Ra- Raquel. Um, oh, and then I have Oscar too because she's hurt, and Bailey. Yes, I have Bailey on on this as well. Before we get started, I think that we have to start with the big dog up top. I think he's the main event of night two, man. Who do you see facing Roman Reigns other than The Rock? Because we already heard, we, we already listened to this podcast. We'd have to have a discussion if we got to include this because we're building this card together, man. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to put my poker chips on the line on The Rock, and he has a 5% chance this weekend. Yeah, so if it's not The Rock, um, see, it's hard because he's ran through everyone, so that's why I think it's The Rock. He's ran through everyone, but there's also kind of definitely interesting matches there. Because I think that he faces Lesnar at Mania, I mean at Royal Rumble, and then maybe a return match at the Saudi show again. Okay, so So let me just lay out what I think Brock is. I think Brock, well, this is kind of a rumor too, actually. Um, Brock's at the Staples Center next week or next month or whatever, right? Yes. So they announced this weekend that Brock's going to be a front row, whatever. The rumor is that he's going to face Drew McIntyre at day one in a rubber match for WrestleMania 36. And then 
Look, she, and then the rubber match for that would be at the Rumble. So you're getting Brock and Drew twice in January. Okay, that'd be pretty nice. That's pretty cool. And then they're going to evaluate who would face Roman at WrestleMania. Okay. That's kind of the preliminary booking things that I kind of heard or whatever. Okay. Well, it would be interesting to see Drew to see if maybe he could dethrone Roman from what you spoke yes. about, how he kind of killed his momentum. So I could see that. So maybe Drew versus Drew versus Roman. Roman. So the, what I have against the I against I guess I have Roman versus either Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, and then I have Big E or Seth Rollins just as wild cards. I think it's either Drew or I think that it's either Brock, but I have Big E and Seth Rollins because I could get talked into it. You know, Seth could win the Rumble, and that's really a match that you figured that they were setting up last year with them being on the same roster and then them always kind of being around each other but never in it with each other. And then Big E, Big E loses the Raw t- or the WWE title, whatever happens this weekend, and then he wins the Rumble, and then he wants Roman. Maybe he gets revenge after this weekend, and that's how they elevate Big E is with Roman. Yeah, see, that's where I thought they were going to go when Big E won the um, the Money in the Bank, that he was going to call a shot for Mania, and that yeah. he was going to be the one that defeats him. Obviously, that didn't go. But, yeah, if like he gets screwed out of the title, which I, I can I can see either that, like, Drew, if the Rock thing doesn't pan out, is that is like the highest one, I think. Because I think, I don't know, I just, I don't see Brock at Mania, sadly. Um, I don't need, I, I, I don't know if I want it, but I, if I had to put money on it, that's what I would do. Do you want to go Drew? Yeah, let's go Drew. All right, let's go Drew because, like you said, I think it's, it'd be a nice 18 month storyline. I think they can build Drew McIntyre up as a worthy, of someone worthy enough to defeat Brock, excuse me, defeat Roman at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, it's going to be 550 days or whatever, right? So well, it's be well, long- well, hell, look at how much they built him up before, you know, the COVID mania where yeah. he was doing nothing. He started doing the three, two, one thing. And then he like two weeks before the Royal rumble. And then he was the one that eliminated Brock when Brock was eliminating everyone at the Royal rumble and it made him. So like, that's how quick they can turn it on. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we're, you want to go Drew? Do you want to go? What do you want to do with Brock? <sighs> I have my Brock Lesnar list. If you want me to, if you want to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear that. All right, I have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, which we're going to X out. And then I have Brock Lesnar versus Lashley or Brock Lesnar versus Big E. Ooh, Lashley, because I know Lashley's been wanting that match ever since he signed. So maybe they could see each other at the Royal Rumble or something like two ships passing in the night. And then I have a wild card, Brock Lesnar versus Walter. Okay, that's a wild card. Uh Let's put the wild card in because I have an idea for Lashley and Biggie. If you okay, want I have two Lash- All right, let's let's skip Brock for right now then. Let's skip Brock okay. for right now. I'm gonna leave Brock empty. Brock is definitely gonna have a singles match at WrestleMania. But um, I also have a plan B for Lashley. I thought I thought the whole this whole time honestly I thought we we're gonna go Brock and Roman. So let's go down the Brock and Drew train, and then let's see where it leads us. So I'm gonna leave Brock empty right now with potentially Lashley, potentially Walter. Okay. All right, so speaking of Big E, are you ready to do Big E, or are you ready to do the WWE Championship? Let's do Big E, because it feels like we're both on the same page. I don't think he'll be the champion at my Mania rolls around. I think it's going to be the Hurt Business versus New Day at Mania. Oh, okay, so 
MVP is the manager, and then it's Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander versus Kofi, King Xavier, and Biggie. Yes. Like they hinted towards that when Biggie first won the title, and then, you know, they got separated. But with WrestleMania, you can do the thing where, like, you know, you can have the interpromotional matches, and that's one I would like to see revisited. Okay, so under Bobby Lashley, I have Brock, Walter, Braun Breaker, or Damian Priest. Yeah, I mean, I would much rather have the New Day one, but yeah. that, I would have like to have Lesnar. Yeah, so. so, and then Big E, as WWE champion, I had Big E, Rollins, Big E, Edge, Big E, Lesnar, Big E, Balor, Big E, Cena. Huh. Cena going for his 18th title against Big yeah. E. Yeah. Or I had Big E three-way babyface New Day match. He's already shot down the New Day match. I just read an interview with him, and he yeah. said they would just be laughing the whole time. So I, it wouldn't be like when they were trying, they were thinking of doing the shield explode at 32 until Rollins' knee blew out. Yeah. So um, I definitely agree with you. I don't really want to see it, but I think if we were to do it, I think it needs to be on the big stage of like a WrestleMania or something. Yeah. Instead of like the shield exploding on battleground. <laughs> yes. But um, those are kind of the guys that I have here. Are you ready to write anything down or do you just want to continue talking and do you want to, how about, I got something we can write down. Okay. Let's just RKO. Speaking of things exploding, how about RK bro? We riddle versus Orton's happening at WrestleMania, correct? Yeah. That's one we already had that both of us had head down. So I'm, I'm down for There's that. Not, there's not much to discuss there. Riddle versus Randy Orton. And I also have uh, John Morrison versus The Miz on one you think of the they, You think they uh, you think they leave out that long? Yeah, because The Miz has been away with doing Dancing with the Stars. I know he got eliminated. I think he doesn't return until Royal Rumble, and that's where they heat that back up. Because they were hinting towards that, and then Miz decided to do Dance with the Stars, so they stopped it. I'm with it, too. I'm with it. I didn't put them down, but I'm... You've, you've convinced me. Let's put it down versus John Morrison. Now, real quick, John Morrison returned late 2019, correct? So John Morrison's WrestleMania resume, <laughs> he hasn't been used fairly as well as he should be. But his WrestleMania resume is WrestleMania 36 in that, like, awesome three-way tag SmackDown tag match that the Miz fucked up because of COVID or whatever. So they had a three-way ladder match for the SmackDown tag team titles, and it was excellent. And then they had that excellent Bad Bunny and Priest match last year. And now he's going to have a Miz blow-off? Like, Morrison, keep getting those checks, brother. Yeah, I mean, he signed at the right time because he, like, signed right before COVID. And, like... Yeah. Keep getting and, those WrestleMania checks, John yeah. Morrison. All right, I like that. I didn't. I, I thought that they would blow that out beforehand, but you're right. They can they can stretch that out. Morrison just can can just still meditate towards them. It's fine. Yeah, like he's waiting for him to show up. All right, so we got three matches with a few oddballs and a few twists. You want to do John Cena real quick? So he might be someone we could staple down. Yeah. Who who were you thinking? Did you? Well, first of all, did you have any John Cena matches before I jump into mine? I did not have any John Cena matches. Like that's. Like, I was looking at the roster, and he never crossed my mind, which is a sad thing and, like, a weird thing to think about. Yeah, that is kind of sad. Now, I had a slew of Drew matches because I didn't exp- – I was going to just go Brock, but that's fine. I'll do Cena first. So I have Cena versus Walter, Cena versus Big E, Cena versus Finn Balor to kind of work into what they were teasing around SummerSlam. I have Cena versus Drew. I have Cena versus Gargano. 
I have Cena versus Ridge Holland. I have Cena versus Austin Theory. And then I have Cena versus Edge. Hmm. Now, Edge is a great opponent of his. It is, but I think that you can stretch them. I can, I'd rather see that like a SummerSlam. I think you yeah. can stretch those two out and have matches with younger guys and build up, build guys up, and you don't need that legacy match right now. I, like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it one more time in my lifetime, but not right now. I just put it in to be cute. No, that would that would be a nice like retirement match for both of them because I thought they were great opponents for each other. But you said a name that, you know, it really made me think because there was rumors that um, Cena was going to face Lars Sullivan, then Lars Sullivan had the panic yeah. attack because you know him yeah. being an asshole online came out. So um, you said Ridge Holland, and if they yeah. want to like give like a thing to him, that would be like a nice little like this guy's supposed to be taken serious if he like takes out Cena. So, so the reason I, the reason I went with Ridge Holland was he could even lose to Cena and be fine. You're in a WrestleMania match with John Cena. There, like he has that Pat McAfee like kind of backup to NXT backstory with NXT. So that's always credibility he has. You know this Sheamus feud that he's or the Sheamus pairing, which is probably going to lead to a feud, is a great way to establish him on the main card. They called it when they called him up at the draft. That was definitely like a wow, that's interesting, he's not ready, type of thing. But if you rewind a little bit and fast forward to where they're at now, yeah, they have a plan for this guy. And that, you know, he's a little older. It cost them a little bit little bit more money to get him since he's that old rugby player. They had to kind of entice him to get him in there. And he's panning out. He's a great look. He he moves fairly well. The, the promos have been better than I expected on SmackDown. Yeah, they're rehearsed, but they work. And then I think that they that's definitely a young guy that they would want to kind of push and mold and like accelerate up the card. Not like Brock in 02, but like Sheamus in 09 style. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I put him in as a potential Cena match because I can see Cena coming in and really helping out a young guy. That's why I put Theory on there because, well, first of all, Theory reminds me of him. I you know I put Big E in there because you know Big e, you know Big E there's this history there Big E and the you know the the weightlifting thing Big E and Cena working out young in Big E's career both playing football Cena really likes them or whatnot um, Edge with the history Balor with the SmackDown uh, with the SummerSlam stuff I just mentioned I mentioned Drew but we slotted Drew Cena would be a good legacy match to help build Drew up if you know if we wanted to do Drew and Roman. WrestleMania, Cena's a great WrestleMania opponent for Drew to kind of get his motor back going, ready for Cena. And then um, who was the other ones I had? Um, Walter, hell of a way to establish Cena. You Cena establish Walter on that main roster, and let's go. And the same with Gargano. I can just see Cena and Gargano having an absolute classic, like Cena in Styles in 2016, and then boom, Johnny Gargano is AJ Styles 2016 to 2018 for the next three years. You know, you have that established indie run. That indie run is NXT. That in, you know, Styles with TNA, and then boom, like Vince, the Pitbull, all that shit. Vince falls in love with Gargano. Home run. Let's go. You know. God, those are all good things. I know. I I know. I kind of that's. I I put a lot of thought into kind of building this, and I really couldn't decide. And I was kind of relying on you to <laughs> to build it, to decide for me. I kind of want to do the Rich Holland one. I think I think it's I think that's a great idea. Let's go, want to go Ridge. Yep. All right, because I had I had Ridge Holland on my on my Drew list too, but they can always hit that later. Now 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 watch John Cena come in and face Elias. 
<laughs> oh god, that's a name I've forgotten about. I know. All right, so the other kind of legacy star, you got Cena one night with the other legacy match. The other night was probably going to be Edge. For Edge, I have Big E. For Edge, I have Finn Balor, AJ Styles, John Cena, and then I have Kevin Owens as a wild card. I'm going with AJ. I agree with you. Yes. I think it's a match they both want. I think AJ figured out his vaccination bullshit. And I think I think that it's a great way for Edge to make magic like he did with Seth the last six months. And that really propelled Seth kind of back up the card after Seth has had some damage. AJ's kind of in no man's land with Almas. And um, he's I don't want to say he's damaged because he's AJ fucking Styles. You know, they just need to flip a switch and he's back. But I think uh, an Edge feud is a great way to kind of propel AJ as a post-Mania Big E championship match if Big E's still our champ. Yeah, that's a very good idea. And I think it would be a banger of a match. Is there anything you want to add to that, or do you just want to go Edge and AJ? I actually had Edge versus AJ for the Raw title. The Raw women's title? (laughs) 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 All right, we can decide decide the championship in a little bit. Yes. But let's let's definitely throw that title. uh, Let's just definitely throw that match in. So, so far, this is what we have on paper, in pen. Drew, uh, Drew versus... McIntyre for the Universal title. We have Riddle versus Orton, Miz versus Morrison, Cena versus Ridge Holland, and Edge versus Styles. That's five matches. Let's give, yes. a, let's give a breather on the men's real quick, and let's hit the women. You cool with that? Yeah. Now, um, I think Becky Lynch is definitely like a like a pillar here. Like, she's a pivot point for sure. Is it as simple as Ronda's back, and they have that night, and that's our night one main event? Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, the one-on-one match we never got. If Ronda comes back, I say her. But I was thinking Becky versus Bailey. Bailey is a surprise entrant to the Royal Rumble, and she wins. And she gets a match because she deserved a match last year but didn't get one. I agree. I agree. And then I, I agree that Bailey's going to win the Rumble. I think – well, first of all, we should have started with who's winning the Rumble. <laughs> Bailey's winning the Royal Rumble for me. For the men, for the women, and for men, actually, I don't know yet. I'll, I'll, I'll finish by the, at the end of our card. I'll finish. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll finish too because I, <laughs> I well, actually, on mine, I had the Rock win the Royal Rumble, but obviously with the brother, we can't win the Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. We got to right. get some new guys over here. I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> hey, we'll see. Maybe we'll come around to it. We'll see. We'll see how things shake out. But um, all right, let's put. Becky on the back burner real quick with the let's put actually let's put the raw side on the back burner real quick. Smackdown side, what do you see? I have um Charlotte versus Sasha Sasha for the women's title. I agree. Charlotte versus Sasha. Um I'm so, Sasha's my sole survivor this weekend. Um neither of them need to win the rumble, but they just really need to stay away from each other. <laughs> and yeah. kind of and build their star up. You know, against other people, and then they just come together at WrestleMania, and it's like they can rework their 2016 and 17 feud. There's plenty of history to go back there, but there are, you know, there's it's five years later. There are much bigger stars. They're way more established, and let's let's rock and roll. This is like our semi-main for night one or two. I agree, and I also have for the women's SmackDown side as a grudge match. I don't know how they're gonna, you know, drag this out six more months, but I have Naomi versus Sonya. Really? You think that can get that far? Yeah. I'll put it in pencil. 
Yeah, put it in pen- <laughs> definitely put it in pencil, but I'll put it in pencil. Um, I I have a um, if needed pre-show match. I have like a cool matching of Shotzi versus Oscar. Okay, that would be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, I think that they. I think they would mesh well together. They're both very solid in the ring. And I just think it would be a cool mashup. If it's needed on the pre-show, great. If if it's like the second match on night one or two, perfect. You know what I mean? But I, I'm i going to write, for now, I'm going to write Charlotte versus Sasha for the SmackDown women's title. All right. Do you want to just make life easy and have Sasha, I mean, Ronda? It, well, here's the thing. Bailey fits in with whoever, really. If yeah. Bailey has unfinished minutes with Bianca Belair, does Bianca Belair say Bianca Belair unthrones Becky at the Rumble, and she's just Ooh. distracted by Dewdrop right now, and then Bianca is the champ going into WrestleMania, and Bailey wins the Rumble, and then she wants her she wants her title match at WrestleMania at WrestleMania right against Bianca. Was there a match at Money in the Bank and I Quit match? I can't remember. It was something. It was a, definitely a stipulation match, right? Yes, it definitely was. Uh, I think it might have been an I Quit match. But that, if we do that, then that frees up Becky to be able to face Ronda. That's what I'm getting to. In a grudge match. So, yes. Now, we, here's the thing. We can have Sasha win the Rumble because she's never won a Rumble, and I'm sure she'll want to win one. And do we have – and we just put the Rumble on Sasha – just to have this quick discussion, the Raw Women's Title would mean more for Becky and Ronda or Bianca and Bailey, because Bianca and Bailey can j- just have a grudge feud, because that's where that was Bailey's last feud. I kind of like it with with Bailey winning the Rumble and then going after the title. All right, but but, but my, failing because Bianca needs a nice little run. Yeah. So my thing is. There is a lot of equity in in Becky losing this title, in my opinion. And that's why I think they did the swap. Ultimately, is why they did the swap. Calling back to that. Because she's really been, as when she's not gone for pregnancy or postpartum or whatever, she has been a singles champion on this roster since WrestleMania 35. And that's a long-ass time, if you think about it, really. Because she returned at SummerSlam, and she instantly won the belt. And then she flipped the belt with Charlotte when she went to Raw. So she's held a championship. She's held a single championship since WrestleMania 35. So when she loses that belt, it's it's a nice story for Bianca, which could, actually could be this WrestleMania too. Or they cashed it in at the Rumble, and then Bianca goes do her thing, and then Ronda and Becky doesn't need the belt really. Or does Becky, Ronda get the belt just to add more to it? I really don't know, but I think I'm going to go with you. Yeah. All right. So we have Charlotte, Sasha, Rhonda, Becky, and then Bianca and Bailey. Any that's other the... top tier women I'm forgetting about? No, I think that's really good. And it spaces out the, the women and everything instead of just having like the four horse women taking up all the matches. Yep. Because I had, I had three matches laid out. I had a Bianca match, a Charlotte match, and a Becky match. I have Becky Ronda or Becky Bianca. I had Charlotte Bailey or Charlotte Sasha. Or I had Bianca Sasha. Bianca, because, you know, Sasha could win the Rumble and then have unfinished business with Bianca, too. So I had Sasha Bianca, Bianca Bailey, Bianca Becky, Bianca Raquel, and Bianca 
Rhea. Because if you think of the last year's Royal Rumble, there's, there's a little something there with Rhea. They kind of both extended it at the same time. But, you know, we can save that for WrestleMania 39. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have, do you have any tag team matches you want to talk about? I do have some tag team matches. Um, right, the first one, I have Hit Row versus the Usos for the tag team title. Okay. And then for the Raw side, I have – I know I shit on the Mysterios earlier, but I have Street Profits versus Mysterios for the Raw tag title. That's not a bad match at all. Now, Ray, Ray and Dominic were SmackDown champs, right? It's – I can't believe I'm asking that, right? But they were. They, that's who the Usos beat, right? Yes, that's who the Usos beat. This is what I wrote down. I wrote Street. I think the Street Profits should be the Raw Tag Team Champions. Yes. And then with RK Bro, you know, colliding, exploding. Break, exploding. Yes, I was there, I was searching for that. I didn't get there. But with RK Bro exploding, are they really going to do that with multiple teams here? I don't know. You know, I don't think that the Mysterios are going to break up here. Then you have Miz and Morris who we did it. That's too much breaking up. And then AJ and Omos, like, uh, what are we doing with Omos past AJ? I, I really don't know. I so, think he's in AJ, AJ's corner versus Edge. Okay, good. Keep Just keep them together. It's actually yeah. good. I, I like it. I'm with you there. Boom, get it done. So I have Street Profits. I think Street Profits are going to take the titles off RK Bro, which is going to excel that feud. And then I have Street Profits versus Alpha Academy, but I don't want that. We've seen that 15 times. I read today, Sean Rassap tweeted today, Alpha Academy and fucking Street Profits have been in in a match 15 times, multi-tag, tag, or singles since February 15 times on TV. That's crazy. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's just ridiculous. And then I have AJ slash Omus, but we already used AJ with Edge. And then I have my wild card as MSK versus the Street Conference. I just think it's cool con- contrasting with those two teams, and I think it'd be a cool matchup. MSK could get that tag team six-month push. And I don't know. I think it'd be a good match that would kind of uh, age well within WrestleMania history. But I don't know if MSK is looked at that well. And uh, is it just easy to go the Mysterios? Maybe. See, that's that, that was my problem. So I was like wanting to – like book like for what i would enjoy because i think like msk and street province would have a hell of a match but then it was like also gotta think of what like the old man's gonna do yeah it's definitely that's the, that's how we're building this card it's like a mix of both both yep. best of both worlds kind of what do you think i'll let you you know you, i took the rock away from you i think <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> no it's fine like that was like the fantasy of fantasy booking I think um, it, was, it was a home run, and it, uh, we're looking for accuracy here, not home runs. But, uh, <laughs> hey, if you're right, I, I'd love it, man. But uh, you book these two tag team matches. Actually, book Raw, and then we'll get to SmackDown. All right. I think it's, like, I say Mysterios, but for some reason they still want to do Dolph Ziggler. So I think it would be Street Profits versus Dirty Dogs. Or maybe. The match last year. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um. Maybe add in the Mysterios in it, just so. so it, just want to write Street Profits in multi. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. Just just to get everyone on the card, because that's what I'm doing for the women's tag team. I just have a women's tag team gauntlet for night one, to get yeah. everyone else that's not on there, because we didn't mention Rhea or anything. So maybe have Rhea and Nikki hold the titles, and then like Raquel wins it with, I, I would say Dakota, but they've already broken up. You know what? Screw it. Have Raquel and Dakota debut because they've already proven that NXT is just developmental and nothing matters. As we saw with Karrion Cross, have Dakota and Raquel win the tag titles. 
Okay, that's cool. Gauntlet. That's cool. All right, I, we'll get back to that. But for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, I just have four teams down, or five teams down, and I don't know what to do with them. I have the Usos, the New Day, the Viking Raiders, Los Lotharios, and Hit Row. Like, what do we do with them? You know, it's very it's very similar to like this time to 1920 where they had all those smack elimination chamber match with all those tag teams where they were like rich with tag teams. They're, I kind of see that now on the SmackDown side. So I really don't know what to do. Are the Usos champs then they're in it or are the Usos just like flanking Roman to the ring and they're out of the t- out of the picture? Um, I think the Viking Raiders are vastly underused i think that they should have a nice run on smackdown as the tag team champs and then are the the new day are we using them somewhere else or like what are we doing with them and then well starios they like those guys and then hit row they like those guys so smackdown's tag team division is very rich right now yeah part of me since i'm not using the new day versus hurt business is wanting to do like an usos versus new day like blow off just a banger yeah new just day a blow off like banger. They can't like this is like you can even do like loser leaves the brand and have New Day lose and then they go to Raw and they're with Big E. So maybe do that and then do like hit row with Los Lotharios, Viking Raiders and the other tag team for a SmackDown tag team match. Oh, so you want to make two matches out of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I see you. I see you. I see you. All right. So Smack and then you can then just do SmackDown. Rent um multi. Yep. All right, all right. I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. And we hey, we got Jinder and Shanky. Remember, I made them a team earlier. Yeah. So they they can be the first team eliminated. We oh, we're gonna perfect. we're gonna hinder Jinder. <laughs> all right. Cool. So um, real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're at eleven matches, dude. We're running out of time. Let me throw you some names. Let me throw your names your way. Well, first of all, we have the Big E match, and we have a Brock match. Okay. So I was, I've was i been thinking about this. If they bring up Walter, which has been reported that yep. they want to bring him to the main roster. Ooh, do we, we don't have Lashley. Do we have Lashley yet? We don't yeah. have uh we don't have Lashley because we're considering him really for both on it, maybe. No, we're not consider, we didn't consider him for Big E. We're considering him for Brock, but we didn't do it. All right, let's do Lashley and Brock. Uh, all right, I agree with that. Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Since we don't right. have, should I throw? Do you want me to throw other names? At? Are you gonna? Are you about to do Biggie and Walter? Yes, I am. And Walter wins the Royal Rumble. Ooh! <laughs> all right, now this is a little down the Rock territory, but I don't know. I might give it to you since I took the Rock away from you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I we think of Royal Rumble winners like I've had other chats where you know Souza and Sean Kidd say that like because there's no one that Damian Priest is going to win the Royal Rumble, so Get that's like that's like the type of people we have like t- for potential Royal Rumble winners, which I kind of see the way they've been protecting him, like we had the Bad Bunny thing, and he's been U.S. champ for a long time, so I. You know, if he's like the leading person to win the Royal Rumble that you can think of, like we why not Walter? Me. Yeah. Am I giving you Walter? Are we going Walter? Yeah. Let's go Walter. Let's go Walter. Call it in, man. Call the office. Call it in. Wow, what a contrast though, those two, huh? That'd be really fun. And I think Walter wins. And then now, you have Big E chasing for a couple of months. Now when I just wrote Walter down, I, I capitalized all of it for the record. Good. <laughs> 
All right, I'm going to throw some names your way. Just see if anything racks your brain. All right? Shinsuke Nakamura, Damian Priest. I'm just going to name them, all right? All right. Uh, Kevin Owens, Seth – dude, Seth Rollins. Let's do Seth Rollins real quick. Oh, uh, I had Seth versus Finn as a revenge for injuring him at SummerSlam. I'm afraid that Seth finds his Damian Priest match just to kind of filler. Oh, God, that would suck. I feel bad for him if that's the case. Yeah, I, but like I mentioned to you earlier – I think Seth's in a celebrity match. Yeah, that that might be the case. They trust him to do that, especially with his over-the-top personality right now. The over-the-top personality? I could not tell you who the celebrity is because I couldn't tell you Bad Bunny last year. <laughs> I didn't, I honestly didn't know who Bad Bunny was until, like, Royal Rumble weekend. <laughs> but um, Me either, and it worked out. He had a hell of a match. Oh, it was fantastic. Um, but, all right, I'm just going to finish naming some names. Um, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. Um, Mysterios, Finn Balor, Austin Theory. Oh, this isn't really a thing. Never mind. Uh, Cesaro, Sheamus, Jeff Hardy. We use the New Day, right? Yes. Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Mustafa Ali, Mansoor. Anything there? Anything there that is cannot be in the Andre? Oh shit, we got. We're we're gonna go. We're gonna go fourteen, sixteen without the Andre. Yeah, I'm okay without doing the Andre. Um, I would love to put Cesaro in, but they've obviously shown since his match against Reigns, they don't really care about him, which breaks my heart. Do uh, we? Is there a possibility that we get the bar in a mix in a uh, tag match? Oh, the reunion of a bar as the, like a bar reunion versus one of these tag teams. And maybe throw him in as like you know like how the Hardys re- reunited. Obviously not that big ass pop, but like how they had like the Raw like ladder match, and yeah. they named it. And it's like oh one last tag team, and it's the Bar reuniting. I can be down for that because I'm a Sheamus fan, but I'd like him better as a tag team wrestler to be honest. Yeah, I like both these guys, but the, I do I do not dislike them together. They're fantastic together. Um, shit. Uh, should, should we put them on ice real quick? What Finn Balor? Finn Balor needs a match, man. Seth, are we putting Seth in a in a celebrity match and just leaving it blank? You agree with that, or because I have Seth Dalt Rollins I, next to his name, I wrote a championship, uh, a world title match, WWE Universal, or a celebrity match. All right, we could. Because if you look at the Raw roster, Seth is – it's kind of not a great place for him. Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens, done it a million times. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, done it. Seth Rollins versus Edge, done it. Seth Rollins versus Mysterio, done it. Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, done it. You know, that's the mid-card. That's the upper mid-card, man. I'm going to hate myself for saying this, but let's put Finn versus Damian Priest. Yeah, you're probably right. And is, and is that's for the U.S.? Yeah, that's for the U.S. title. And, uh, are, we going, are we going Seth Rollins versus Celebrity? Yeah, Seth Rollins versus the Celeb. Uh, I've never said tweet us, but I think you should tweet us which Celebrity Seth Rollins is going to yeah, be. Yeah, let us know. Cause... We'll share that later. We'll share all that shit later. I've never, I've, I've never plugged anything because I usually run way too long and forget. But yeah, that's I'm definitely interested versus Celebrity. What's our U.S. title match? Are we going Shinsuke well, versus Ricochet? Are we going Six Way? We got... Cesaro, we got Drew, we got Hardy. We doing like a big ladder match? I say we do a big ladder match for the IC with Sammy, Nakamura, Jeff Hardy. Um, it'd be like the spot where it used to be the Money in the Bank, but it'd be the IC title now. So Cesaro, 
versus Sheamus versus Nakamura versus Sammy versus Jeff versus Ricochet. Yep, and that would be that's a fun match. I would uh, as a kid, I would have loved playing that one of the wrestling games when I used to get the wrestling games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Uh, we're we're actually at seventeen, but we're fuck it, we're just gonna go with it. All right, so night one. Main event, Becky versus uh, Ronda. Yep. Night two, Roman versus Drew. Yep. And that's, uh, if you don't mind, let's run through the matches just so everyone can hear, because I know we were jumping around a lot. Oh, we have to. We also have to decide our WWE Championship match. Let's let's decide that after I after we finish real quick. All right. So, in no order, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre for the Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Big E versus Walter. Riddle versus Randy Orton. The Miz versus John Morrison. John Cena versus Ridge Holland. Edge versus AJ Styles. Charlotte versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Title. Ronda versus Becky Lynch. Bailey versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Title. Street Profits in a multi-Raw tag match. New Day versus Usos, no title. SmackDown multi-tag match. How about we go WrestleMania style? We do four, four uh, teams on each side, Raw versus SmackDown. For which one? For the tag belts. You know WrestleMania 20 where they're... There was four four, four four teams each way. Oh, yes, yes. Let's just do that. Let's just do that. Boom. Got That's how we book on the fly, boys. <laughs> All right. And then we have Seth Rollins versus a celebrity. Who? Tweet us. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest for the U.S. title. And then we have the IC Championship in a ladder match. Sami Zayn versus Nakamura, Cesaro, Sheamus, Jeff Hardy, and Ricochet. What do you think of that card? I, I like it, and I'm, I'll say we make the world the heavyweight title match be Big E versus Walter. All right, I'm with it. I'm not gonna fight that WWE. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's our night one semifinal. Yep. Our night two semifinal: Charlotte versus Sasha in a big match. Yeah. All right. So the, the U.S. and the IC, we gotta split them up. You want the uh, ladder match on night one or night two? Uh, let's have the uh, ladder match on night one. I, I agree with that. So let's go SmackDown tags night two just to separate them. Yep. Raw night two. You want to go Usos in New Day um, the same mm. night as Roman or the other night? Let's do it the same we- night as Roman. And the Usos versus New Day is loser leaves the brand. Now, do we want to book that as last? Nah, do we want? No, nah, we don't want to book that as last time. <laughs> you know, they'll go back on it. Yeah. All right, and then we have Bailey. All right, so where does Bailey and Bianca fit in? We we need them on night one or night two. Oh shit, we got the women's multi women's too. Let's put Bianca and Bailey on night one. I alter your plans there, and let's go women's tag night one, and then Bianca and Bailey night two because we have the IC ladder match night one. Yes. And then uh, fuck it, Bailey and Bianca, you're open in the card. All right, so here we got left. Riddle and Orton, night one or two. We have Edge and Styles or Brock and Bobby. Which one's night one? Which one's night two? AJ, night one. Lashley, night two. And then we, (laughs) all right, this one, we got to separate these two. Miz and Morrison and Cena and Ridge. Let's do Cena, night one. Miz and Morrison, night two. Perfect. All right, I think that's equal pretty good. All right, so night one. We, we're going to open up with the IC ladder match. 
We're going to go to the Street Profits. All right. And then we're going to go back to the multi-women's match. Mid-card main event is going to be Edge versus AJ. All right. And then we're going to go Seth Rollins versus the celebrity to be named. Do uh real quick do do Becky and Seth have to work the same night? Is that in their contract? I I, I don't say we <laughs> we have them do that. One of them has to watch the kid. All right, all right, good call, good call. And then we're gonna go Rich Holland versus John Cena in our third to last match. Our second to last match is gonna be for the WWE Championship, Big E versus Walter. And then our main event for night one is Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. Are you cool with that, Scott? Yes, I am. All right, so night two, preference. Do you have a preference which opens the night? We're going to start hot, man. we gotta, we got to live up to that Fiend-Orton match. Let's start with the women's match, night one. I mean, night two. So you want to start with the women's match. So that would be Bailey versus Bianca Belair for the Raw women's title? Yes. All right, so we close with the women. Now we're going to open with the women. I like it. I like it. All right, so right after that, let's go Miz and Morrison. Let's blow that shit off. That's night. That's such a night number two match right there. Yep. Perfect. All right, then let's keep it hot. You want to go Usos New Days next? Yep. All right, cool. And then we're, let's go Finn and Priest. We're we're just moving. We're moving. We're kind of building slow. This is an old school nineteen early nineties WrestleMania card. We're building slow. Priest and Finn for the U.S. title next. And then let's go SmackDown tag multi match. Yeah. All right, so now we have three match, we have four matches left. So we we have Roman Drew, Brock, Bobby, Riddle, Orton, and Charlotte and Sasha. All right, I want I want Roman to end the night. I'm Absolutely. working backwards, and then Charlotte to be second to be Agreed. the match before that, and then um, Riddle and Orton be the fourth match there and then bobby and brock be the third match from the top all right so then we're gonna go riddle orton all right and then we're gonna go bobby brock charlotte sasha in the main event for wrestlemania night two roman reigns versus drew mcintyre for the universal championship yes all right scott we nailed this thing dude Yes, we did. That was that was really good. That was great. I, I if we're like even five percent right, I'll take this as a win. I was gonna say I was gonna say all right. Are we twenty five percent? I was gonna say twenty five, but that's really optimistic. I'm gonna go ten. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was tons of fun. All right, Scott. What uh you said you're gonna plug at the end. What do you got for us, buddy? Yeah, uh, I have a bunch of podcasts. I'm on um. PTBN Pedestal, which just dropped this past week on the PTBN Wrestling feed, where we look at matches that we have on a pedestal and we review them to see if they hold up the snuff. We the uh, first episode is Ricky Steamboat versus uh, Macho Man for WrestleMania three, which um, you'll have to tune in to find out. I'm on. I PTB. did listen to that today. Actually. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, PTB and YouTube Roulette, uh, where we just watch random matches and it's like Mystery Science. Theater 3000, as we're talking about it, making fun of it on the most recent podcast, we figure out who maybe really killed uh, Bruiser Brody. So, um, oh, interesting. You'll you'll have to listen to that. We go off the rails quick. Um, I'm on Blockbuster um, Rewind, which is on a little bit of hiatus, but we'll be coming back shortly on the pop feed. I am on uh, Battlestar in the 25th Century with Sean Kidd, where we are going over the 
uh, Buck Rogers and Battlestar in the uh, original Battlestar shows. We watch that as I'm watching it for the first time and Sean's walking me through it. We have a lot of fun on that. Uh, Blockbuster, uh, I mean, Pop Goes the Couch, which is uh, myself, Sean Kidd, uh, Andy Atherton as the host, and Tim Capel as we um, go over the Marvel TV shows, usually, or, or Marvel movies. Um, we'll be coming back with the Hawkeye show, and I can be found on Twitter at Scott underscore Shiflet. Very cool, very cool. Um, let me actually look up my Twitter. I have no clue what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I never really plug my stuff, but it's all in the NoSo feed. It's Corano uh, uh, NoSo with me and Mike Eller. We, we hit up Raw 2008, work our way through the PG era, and then I am on WCW Must Die with my buddy Johnny C., where we uh, go through WCW and just kind of figure out why it died. <laughs> and that that is a great listen as someone who grew up listening to WCW, but um, was like losing, felt like he lost a friend when WCW died. It's a great re-listen because I was only 11 when all this happened. So it's nice, like, oh my God, like I can see why my parents were like, hey, I don't know if we're going to allow you to watch wrestling. <laughs> I recorded with Johnny last night, so it is fresh in my mind and, your examples of not letting your parents not watch do uh, hold up. But uh, I am Ryan Gray 1109 on Twitter. Hit me and uh, Scott up and let us know who Seth Rollins' celebrity opponent at WrestleMania is going to be. Wrong answers only. Yes, wrong answers only. <laughs> All right, Scott, thank you very much for filling in. And I had a blast. And we're going to have to have you again and do another pay-per-view. Yeah, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun as like, you know, we, we had our notes and everything and we just booked WrestleMania and I really want to see it. So hopefully, like like I said, we like we said, five to 10 percent is what I'll be down for. I'm down for it. I'm, I'm rooting for 25. I think we can get to 20, Scott. I think we can get to 25, Scott. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's uh, I'll be nice to 25 percent um, and have fun this weekend at Survivor Series. Oh, I will. Oh, yeah, we'll be there, by the way. Uh, North so place to be. We're going to be there. So if you're going to be there, hit us up. All right. All right, Scott, thank you again. Thank you.